0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Johnny Stanson. We have Reginald Perryman, Shaka Williams, and we are Tesari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. All right. And so... I have, I mean, you know, we get these questions all the time about, like, you You know, you have pe- buyers. Right. Like, super concerned. I want to be buying this house. What's my taxes going to be? What area have the lowest taxes? And how can I get there?
1: Right. So a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know how to calculate their taxes. Like, you see the current tax bill, but a lot of times people get that pop-up tax, and you're like, oh, I'm paying 2500 And then next year, go up to, like, 4300 and that's that's huge, especially if it's included in your monthly payment.
2: So the the <laughs> truth, I'm i I'm gonna tell the truth. The <laughs> truth is, a lot of realtors don't want to tell people that they gonna right. have that pop up bill because yep. they know that's gonna scare them from purchasing that house possibly.
1: Right. Or, but you know, it's some good lenders out there. It's funny because some lenders, they'll um you'll qualify for the house, but mm-hmm. then some lenders know how to calculate it. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll come back and be like, oh, you don't qualify for this house because the taxes, the estimated taxes are gonna go up and mm-hmm. it's gonna throw your income to debt rates. Whose off. job is that though? The lender. It's and no. the realtor. It's
0: both it's, it's the realtor it's, and the lender. I think job. it's the
1: realtor's mm-hmm. I think it's the realtor's job to tell you what's gonna happen or likely to happen. Mm-hmm. And the lender, since they're doing your numbers, is to kind of help you calculate what it's gonna look like as far as your monthly payment. Cause the realtor doesn't always know what your payment is going to be, what rate you got. Cause some things the lender and the buyer don't share with the realtor. Mm-hmm. But as a good realtor, you'll say, okay, this house is homestead, the person being here, you know, 25 years, there's going to be the cap is going to be removed and your the property's going to be assessed at this and your new SEV. And your taxes are likely to go up. So,
2: you got to explain that. Explain the cap being removed. What does that mean? So, and what's, why is it important that the um, person live there for 20 to 25 years?
1: Yeah, so, and this is for Michigan in general. So, like, we have our homestead exemption. So, there's a cap, what is it, like 5% per year? Can't go up Um, over a certain percentage if you've already stayed in the property. But so if I've been there 20 years, it's only going up by a certain percentage each year. But the minute I move, that property is going to get reassessed and that cap is removed. Mm -hmm. So the new buyer is going to get a much higher tax. So that's why you have people that they own properties and they may own a property on the same street and their taxes is, you know, 900 a year. Right. But then their neighbors is thirty three hundred a year. And that nine hundred is probably just been creeping up by a small mm-hmm. portion every year, and the neighbor that house probably changed hands three times in the last twenty years. So it's keep the reassessment is keep happening. So it's being taxed at the new tax value.
0: So what's the homestead principal residence exemption. exemption?
1: Yep. So
0: you answer it. Mm-hmm. Well me, that's it. I, said, okay. I just, it's the principal residence. Uh but exe- what's the so that basically for? means that you live in the house. So it's not an investment property, it's not an Airbnb, it's your primary residence. And I believe you can get that on your second home too, can't you?
1: It, it depends. Distance. Yep. It's a certain distance yeah. mm-hmm. or um so Michigan won't allow you to have two principal mm-hmm. residents in the same state. So so you can't claim a hundred percent on two different properties. For real? Right. Yeah, you can claim 100% on your primary residence, but if you got a property in another state, I think you have to claim a certain percentage, and you can't claim your full 100% here in Michigan. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I believe, but that's why we're going to send people to the state. (laughs) Uh But usually, when you're buying a home, you do want to check for that homestead exemption status mm-hmm. because if it's owned by an investor and it's non-homestead, then that means it's being taxed at the higher, higher rate. rate. They're mm-hmm. not getting a 35% or whatever that um, deduction is off of the property taxes. So it's a possibility if your taxable value in your SEV remains somewhat the same, it's a possibility with the homestead exemption, <clears throat> your taxes may actually go down next year. They're mm-hmm. not going to go down now. They're, they're going to go down during yeah, the next... Yeah, you got to wait till, so so like, the for the for, for what what Michigan?
0: Is it June? Yep. Um, all right. So, let's break down. This is going to be a little bit more of a technical show. Let's break down right. the SEV and the millage rates and taxable value and all those things. I'm going to come at y'all with, you know, some of these um, defin- dictionary definitions. So, so. you're going to educate the people. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Can, <laughs> before we do that, can I say one thing? Yeah. So... Uh, so can we explain uh, why there's right. a difference? Because a lot of people always want to know why. So why am I paying more as an investor than a homeowner?
1: Yeah, because it's non-homestead. Yeah. So so, so really, and it, and it has a lot to do with money is being paid. So your taxes includes several things, including what's going to the school system and yep. things of that nature. So with the non-homestead is basically you're getting taxed as a non-owner occupant. So you can't claim that exemption and get that reduced rate. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's what it is. So if you're buying a property that was owned by an investor, but here's the thing, timing has a lot to do with it. So if the investor, let's say I brought a home after the tax bill was already paid and it was already assessed and I flipped it and sold it before the new tax bill, it may still show that homestead rate. Cause I probably brought it from an owner occupant. Mm-hmm. Then when I sell it to the new buyer, they're gonna claim their homestead, so the taxes may go up because it's being reassessed and it may have a new SEV value on it. Okay, but so it, it has a lot to do with timing. But it's good to know what your projected taxes are going to be for the following year.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I normally, you know, advise people. I'm just a proponent of call that city. Yep. And talk to the tax assessor's office and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about joining the community right. What's the millage rate yep. for the area. Mm-hmm. So um, state equalized value, that's the right. SEV we've been talking about, right? Right. And so it is half of the market value the city assessor assigns to your property, but that's just their opinion. Right. The city's opinion of value, not the actual value,
1: not the
2: appraised value, because people remember, yeah. the, oh, it's double the whatever. You know, no, that's a myth, right?
1: Right, right. <clears throat> because the the city is using, they are using comparable sales, but some cities can go back several years, right? Well, mm-hmm. most cities can go back several years, but there's a limit. But when you think about that, them going back two years or whatever before they could go back further they can go back right. five years or whatever so that's that works for you and against you because if you're in a change in market when our market crashed, people will still getting tax and SEV mm-hmm. values and assessments based on three or four years prior to yep. that when the prices were 40% higher. Mm-hmm. So you were getting taxed as if your home was still worth X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. Now as the market is appreciating, the cities are not always oh, catching Are they jumping out. in? But they glitch. jumping in now. <laughs> <They> <laughs> catching right. In? Yeah. Yes.
0: You look, yeah. so the city assessor's opinion of value and half of that is the, so if the city believes your house is worth $500,000. Right. Half of that will be your state equalized value two hundred and fifty thousand right all right,
1: so but the market your market value may be seven hundred thousand, mm-hmm. right, and the city once that sale is recorded for seven hundred thousand. Now, that's a new basis that the city may take into consideration, mm-hmm. but it also depends on what else sold in the area.
0: Yep, and that appreciation um, is also gonna be, you know, like you can live in your house and do improvements while you're there, but right. you still can be reassessed based on that stuff. Thank yeah, you. so yeah. that's why they want you to pull in permits.
1: Yeah, so when mm-hmm. you pull in permits and you add, you know, two, 300 square feet, mm-hmm to a property, now your house is going to have a new assessment because it's larger in square footage. Mm-hmm. Or if you
2: upgrade your yeah. kitchen. You know, you're well. Supposed, don't? You're supposed to pull permits on your kitchen. Right. A lot of people don't, but you're supposed to pull your right. permits on your kitchen. They want to hear about the upgrade so that they can increase your SEV. Right. Or, or the your the capital, market value. You're yeah, all the capital improvements mm-hmm.
1: that you made.
0: Okay. I'm Taxable sorry. value. Yeah. Taxable value is the figure you actually um, is what you actually pay your taxes on the taxable value. So a lot of people think that you pay um, taxes based on the state equalized value, but it's not paid on the state equalized value. It's paid on the actual taxable value. Right. Explain. So what do I have here in my notes? The assessed value of your home depends on the county tax assessor's determination. In some jurisdictions, the assessed value is also the taxable value, but other locations may be um, different. So, what do you mean? Explain the taxable value. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure.
1: (laughs) So, in (laughs) other words, you have to. So, each city is going to be different, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, But and each property can be different. So, the best thing to do is talk to your assessor's office and actually read. Start reading your tax bill. They have information on there on how they came to this conclusion. What a lot of people don't know... Well, and it be in bold print. Yeah, <laughs> and they tell you if you feel like you want to dispute this amount, you can. Because mm-hmm. they're not always right. It's yeah. just their opinion, and sometimes their opinion is wrong. I've seen people get $1,200 mm-hmm. reduction. Mm-hmm. I've seen people get $50 reductions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it may take you... Six months. It may take you some time to get it done, but you got to think this is gonna affect your property from this point forward. Exactly. So um, the the assessor doesn't come into your home. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're doing a a assessment. Somebody (laughs) walking into my home. Assessment, right? You remember that? (laughs) Where?
0: Yeah, on party. I'm not at the house. The one
1: you are renovating?
0: Yeah. No, like somebody can't No. No, oh, he tried to yes, come in your house. No, exactly. he
2: didn't come in here. No. Oh, yeah. So they'll try. Yeah, if you, yeah. You know, they'll be it, like, I'm a city official. I don't care who you are. Right. <laughs> no, you're not coming in here. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to uh, tax it at what I think. Okay, go ahead and do that. See how yeah. that works for you.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if they think... So in some cities, it's funny because, like, you know, in some cities, we have bungalows where it's mm. two bedrooms down, a master bedroom upstairs, but some cities they're only considering the square footage on the first mm-hmm. floor because the house was originally built and the upstairs was unfinished. Okay. Mm-hmm. And somebody finished the upstairs years later. Mm-hmm. So it may origin it may actually be twelve or thirteen hundred square mm-hmm. feet of living space, but the city may only have eight or nine hundred mm-hmm. square feet of
2: living exactly. space. Yeah, they will try you though. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about
0: that
1: guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Taxable value versus the market value.
1: Yeah, market value is what we doing in the market right now. It's what these buyers paying Mm -hmm. because the the buyer the usually the assessors are looking at. They're looking at similar data, but they also they're looking at um, other transfers as well that are not primarily like in the MLS, for example, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But the market value. I mean, the market value. You got to think the assessor is not assessing every property every year. They may not assess your property for another two years, but the market value can change in six months.
2: I wish we could get a city official down here that would be willing to talk and explain because I know there is no way that they have a real system. They got a system. It. I don't think so. Yeah, because I, I would like to hear it. I want to. I mean, they their look. System.
1: They look at. They look at sim- similar data as what appraisers look at. They. I think you got to look at when she's going to talk about millage and mm-hmm. all that stuff too. I think they just have different ways of factoring their numbers than we do, and it's a lag. And like I said, that lag can hurt. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yep. can it can benefit you, you be, too. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. I, when the house, if they're behind the market when yeah. the market is going up. So that's what I'm saying.
2: I don't think that they have a system. I think I, I don't know. I, I would like to system. hear some, I would like to hear the system. I don't think they have an efficient system. How about that?
1: Well, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because sometimes it hurt. Yeah, it do hurt. I know a people, lot of times. Yeah, I know people paying tight. I know them like man. I'm I'm glad I ain't you. And they but my all they neighbors do is go
2: down there and. Uh, Fight it. Yeah. People don't yep. understand that you, just because they said this, uh, right. you, you can go dispute it. Right. Most people won't do it.
1: Yeah, they um, don't want to spend the time. Yeah. And it's, yep. it's
2: free.
0: Or they feel like it's not going to get them
1: anywhere.
2: but or you they Yeah, they're just scared because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. And they feel like they know more than you know when they really don't know shit. Right. <laughs> you know. Yep.
0: Okay. What does militrate? Militrate... All right, is the rate, millage rate is the um, tax rate used to calculate property taxes. So um, it represents the amount per every thousand, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Assigned millage rates are applied to the total taxable value of the property in order to arrive at the property tax amount.
1: So a military. every time there's an election, somebody talking mm-hmm. about military millage yes. Increase, right? Yes. military yeah. increase. Vote that, vote it and, down. Yes. And we don't Proposal pay it no ABCD. attention. <laughs> we don't pay it no attention because one official talking about they're going to legalize marijuana, mm-hmm. the other official talking about they going to improve crime or something mm-hmm. like that, and then it'd be like military, And ain't nobody talking about it much, but you hear it get thrown around, mm-hmm. and then you the average person is not really realizing how that's impacting their property taxes. Yeah, it's
0: typically, like, explain, like, you know, you'll have to pay this amount, we'll add this amount onto, like, your property taxes in order yeah. to pay for...
1: Because we're trying to improve the schools, schools, or we're trying to improve yeah. this, Roads. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes not all bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, yeah. because you gotta think so, some communities are better than others because of the taxes they collect. Yes. They, can inf- they can afford improvements to city-owned structures and Mm -hmm. roads and things of that nature. So it's important, but then it's like, did we vote for that, or did we really want that as a people? And some people completely ignore it when they go vote, and it's Mm -hmm. just like...
2: Or they just don't understand. Yeah, they don't understand understand, it. But I think that, they, yeah, you should really pay attention to that because that's part of why, certain, like you just said, certain cities, their roads aren't tore up. In right. certain cities, their roads are uh, horrible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even want, I don't want
1: to live in your city. Yeah, you need an <laughs> off-road vehicle <laughs> drive. I remember one time, I remember one time Greenfield between oh eight and nine miles was tore up.
0: How about Man. Greenfield between um, four Road? Oh and, yeah, or Chicago and Four Road. Yeah, you, the yeah. minute you hit just like north of Four Road, oh my god!
1: Yeah, it was. Not it was bad. Under the
2: bus, But it's a lot of it's some major roads that need to be uh, that have always needed to be repaired right. that they won't repair the mm-hmm. right way because they're probably not. Collecting enough taxes. Right. To do Everybody
0: it. know Detroit got them potholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing
2: for your for your schools. Everybody want to know why they got why their schools not being updated and right.
1: things like that. It's because you're not uh, you voted down that millage that could have helped. The or schools. or or the population. So here's here's the thing. Like when you see areas like you see cities that's used to having. Um, income tax and property tax revenue mm-hmm. from, say, 2 million people, and now it's down to 700,000, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a huge decrease. Mm-hmm. So now we can't keep up all these schools. Mm-hmm. We have to close some of them. Mm-hmm. We have to start consolidating some things. So I don't think people really realize what their property tax, what it contributes, contributes to, to the city. Right. right. Income tax is one thing if your city... You know, if you're in the city, paying income taxes so on, but property taxes is huge. Is. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna play devil's advocate in regards to some of these cities with the higher tax. But we, gonna, I'm gonna move through a little bit of this, and we are gonna come back, right. come All back right. to it.
1: <laughs> you saying you can't
0: justify the high tax? The, exactly. Because other
1: cities are doing. I want to talk about just that a little as well bit. or better. Yeah. So
0: look, because I do want to get this out here. Um, the formula for okay, and you know I can't. I don't. I I don't know any place other than here. Right. So I'm just gonna go based on here. Right. Okay. Hold on.
2: So, this is for the state of Michigan. Or
0: this yeah. Is
2: for I thought that was by county. No. The it state.
0: It's the state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because when you're talking about the uh, meals, so that's one of the things with the homestead. Versus the non-homestead. Right. So people who live in their houses um, here in Michigan were able to get an 18 mil exemption, which decreases the property tax. If we we don't actually live in the home, we can't get that Mm. exemption. Right. So that's what... Increases the property tax. So then you want to know, well, how do I calculate going forward? So if I'm a person, I'm in a market, I want to buy a house, or shoot, I'm in a person, I want to do a cash-out and do some upgrades on my house, you know, like what's going to happen to my property taxes at that right. point, Right. So, you want to take your taxable value, which, right. would, like Reggie stated, you get that information in the mail, probably, right. if you're already a homeowner, or if you're um, going to become a homeowner in that. Wait, you
1: know what that piece of paper says when you get it in the mail? Right. It's... It, it come in from the city assessor's office, but it says this is not a bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just telling you this is the taxable value your of your Your bill is coming yeah. in a minute. And exactly. most people be like, <laughs> and just throw it in, uh-huh. in the garbage because it's included in their mortgage payment, so they don't even pay attention.
0: Yeah, but your mortgage should go up if if your tax bill goes up. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Or you can, or if you're, it's included in your mortgage payment, you can contact your lender and say, hey— I'm estimate my property taxes are gonna go up. I'm gonna put a little bit more in my escrow. Yeah. Now because I wanna keep my monthly payment the same.
0: Okay, that's a tidbit. Yeah. Little Jim. Yeah. righty Budgeting. <laughs> so um I lost my little train of thought right there You're a little about bit. The mili- but the mili- yeah, the um So, you want to know that it's the taxable value. So, you got to find your taxable value. So, you can, you know, if you're going into the market for that particular city, you can call that city up and say, hey, I'm going to be purchasing one side purchase. You know, what will I be taxed on? What's my taxable value? And then you will divide that number by 1,000. Okay. And then when you get that. You will multiply that by the millage rate that so. they give you. The numbers, right? in, your,
2: in your township or city or yep. whatever, right? right? And
0: then that will equal your tax rate yep. for that property. Okay. It's a very simple formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am suck at math <laughs> in any capacity, right. but it is a fairly simple formula. Your taxable value um, divided by a thousand times the millage rate. Okay, right? cool. So um, I did have a couple calculations down here or what. And right, so let's those, see what you got. those, I, and I'm not gonna run through them like super in depth. If Shaka wanna do some math or Reggie, because I'm it. just not that person. But you
1: <laughs> just gave them the basics <laughs> for
0: two of our, a couple of our cities here. Um, like the 2021 homestead taxes for the summer was like 43.8953. For the winter, That's it was you. 6.9187. And then what they do is they take that number, add it together for a total of 50.90. Four zero, and
1: all that's right? the homestead, mm-hmm. and that's the
0: homestead, right? Okay, rate. so that's the that's the number that so the taxable value value divided by a thousand times that number is how you come up with your tax rate. All right, <laughs> right, all right, and then your non homestead. Um, so if you look at these, the homestead for the summer, um. Was significantly different for the non homestead if you're not living in a house. So we went So from it's
1: like almost a 20 point, 18 point, yeah. 18, 18 18 point,
0: 18 point difference, is, right? Yeah. So 61.9853. So that's standard. So I want people. I the 18
2: is the standard between the homestead and non homestead. So I want
1: people to know that's at home. If you're watching this, we're just going to put this in the comment section. We're mm. going to actually put this scenario together. Yep, because On it's a lot. Property. It's a lot of
0: numbers. And then I'm sitting here reading from paper. It's a little boring. <laughs> well,
1: we want to show you basically um, this scenario, and we'll show like a couple different taxable values, and we'll show the difference mm-hmm. in property taxes. Because here's the thing: we talked about this on a show where we get a lot of out of state investors. Mm-hmm. So investors, period, and they buying like a twenty thousand dollar home, mm-hmm. and they are like why the taxes two thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Versus a hundred and twenty thousand dollar home. And the tax is 2100 mm-hmm. You can't make sense of it just mm-hmm. looking at it from the outside. Mm-hmm. But that $20,000 home is in a $120,000 neighborhood. Exactly. So it still has that that taxable value on yep. it, even though the condition isn't that great. Because the assessor probably haven't seen the condition of that property in two years back when it was actually livable. So those are some things that we have to take into consideration. That's why you
2: have to Mm -hmm. go. You have to do your research. And if that is the case, then you go dispute it.
0: Right. Right. So I think the key points are, like, this information is public. It's fairly easy to come by. It's literally either Googling, you know, the tax assessor's office or finding out for the state. Because you can, like, pull up all this stuff for, like, your state. Right. And, you know, and it's a it's a fairly, you know, easy formula to right. come by, you know. But a lot of people really, really stress out about the taxes. Mm. And so um, for people that are still living in their homes or, um, you know, you feel like, okay, my taxes just went up, appeal right. it. And for Michigan, we got this, um, we're going to put it in our comment section, but the www.legislator.michigan.gov where you can find more information about how to appeal your taxes if you're um if you're feeling like this is just you know crazy you
1: you know why this show is important because one um we we still in our area we still get a lot of people um for one if you below a certain income level you get like certain exemptions yes. from pay, paying property taxes period um two we get a large number of people still losing their homes for property taxes. So if one, you wasn't, and shout out to Herb Strather, he say this mm-hmm. all the time, because it's people losing their homes for property taxes who shouldn't have been paying property taxes in the first place they <laughs> may have been Because exempt. they were exempt. Yep. Then there's people losing their homes for property taxes who shouldn't have been paying that rate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But nobody told them, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, even, like, a lot of people don't know, disabled veterans, mm-hmm. they don't have to pay property taxes, right? So, what about well, at least here in Michigan, there's benefits <laughs> for seniors, too. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that can either be exempt or reduce, reduce property taxes, mm-hmm. and nobody's looking at—they're just saying, like me, I get my tax bill, i just pay it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a huge expense on me, but— if it creep up a thousand dollars more than what it is, now, it's gonna raise an eyebrow just because of the huge gap. Like, what made the difference? But most people just ignore it and keep going on, and they get behind. And
2: I'm the opposite. When I get my tax bill, I don't just pay it. I'm hey, I need you to explain to me why this is so high. No. yeah,
1: mine went up fifty dollars last year, twenty something dollars before that. So I wasn't.
2: So the I mean, a crazy story This just happened today. Right. We just we ha- we got a flip in Southfield mm-hmm. and um the the S E V was forty four thousand and now they got it at eighty eight thousand. Yeah. It's like bruh, that's huge. But you know
0: what I mean? It was
1: capped before y'all got yeah. It. yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's what so that's how we got our show topic when he said something. I was like, hmm, mm. I know a little bit about this. Mm.
1: <laughs> so here's here's the thing though, for investors, right, because you're not claiming a homestead. Is, is always good to look at, okay, I'm buying this from an owner-occupant. Mm-hmm. How long have they been there? Now, if, if the house changed hands two or three times in the past 10 years, it's probably safe to say the new SEV and taxable value may not change as much, mm-hmm. right? But if that person been there 20-plus years, and you're buying that property as a buy and hold, mm-hmm. so you got the cap that's going to come off, Plus you're gonna be paying a non-homestead rate. Mm-hmm. So what does that do for your numbers if you're calculating your rate of return, your cap rate and everything, and you're looking at, especially if you're financing the deal, so you're buying this piece of property, it's a rental property, you estimate after taxes, and insurance, maintenance and everything, you got four or five hundred dollars a month cash flow coming in. But the taxes go from twenty eight hundred to forty six hundred. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have four or $500. That changes everything in a matter of six or eight months. Mm-hmm.
2: And so your ROI, it may not be a good investment anymore.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you know that up front, you understand this up front, what are the current taxes, but why are the current taxes the way they mm-hmm. are? And how do I estimate what this is going to look like next year? Yep. Educate it says, yourself. It's right? like,
0: the, so our high-tech area in this area here, you Southfield. Yeah. <laughs> and I get calls, you know, I had a friend call me um, a little while ago, basically considering selling the house, because he's like, my taxes are like $12,000 a year. Yeah. You know. Oh, um, how much of a house? The current value is probably around four. When he mm-hmm. purchased it, it probably was, he probably purchased it at, like, the high twos, low okay. threes, uh, one of them larger uh, colonials. Right. You know, probably 3,000 square feet almost. So they
2: could have a high millage. And, and it doesn't always have to stay. So you got to understand, the millage can go away after they... Um, yeah, it depends on yeah, what, it what you useful. voted on. Right. Whatever they, they agreed to in the when they voted for it. Right. So it doesn't always have to stay. So once Mm -hmm. the school has been... Whatever schools have been uh, improved on, then that millage
1: leaves.
0: And so that's what Um, I was getting... Yeah, but when you talk
1: about politics... They figure out another way to spend their money, or they vote on it, and then they replace it with something else. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's they, they got to vote on it, though.
1: Yeah, but what we just talked about, most mm-hmm. people not paying attention mm-hmm. when they vote.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, but some of our people, and I'm sure Michigan and the Southeast area, like, that's not the only place that's getting. You know, I'm sure we have, like, throughout the country, like, yeah. areas that have these high tax rates. Mm-hmm. and they're, they may not necessarily be justified. Like, you know, the schools are probably still not the greatest. Right. The roads are probably still not the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. You're trying to so you're doing your devil's your, advocate, right? You, yeah.
1: You got a, a $300,000 house in one city. The other city over is $300,000 home, similar SEV and taxable value, but one person is paying, you know, uh, 60% more in taxes or something, right? Mm-hmm. How do you justify that is what most people would ask. And then you got to factor in like how much of the city is made up of commercial real estate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Versus residential. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of other factors into that. And this is when people are choosing cities, people say, okay, I want to move in a city with a good school system mm-hmm. or where the price point is this, but very few buyers know to look for the cities where the property taxes are affordable.- mm-hmm. You get some that say, "Okay, well, how much are the taxes and you get the loan rep that says you can you qualify for three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. but the taxes can't exceed four thousand. Yep. Well, that may cut out a certain city overall. Mm-hmm. Right, because you know the taxes on a three hundred thousand dollar home are going to be over that amount.
2: Mm-hmm. Typically, though, so tip not always, because right. going Detroit is one of the cities that she's talking about, right? Right. But typically, when you pay those taxes, you you kind of you get what you pay for. Those are right. your services, you right. know, your libraries, your schools, your police department, your right. fire department, your ambulance, your roads. Right. So, like me, I don't, I don't, I'm one of the people that. For the most part, I vote for the millage, yeah. right? Right, uh, okay. understanding that I'm going to do my part of paying, pay Caesar his money, right? I mean, paying <laughs> to make sure that my kids or uh, go to a good, continue right. going to a, a nice school, and uh, make sure that my car ain't getting tore up when I'm driving down the road, right? Make sure that we have uh, public facilities, like you know, a lot mm-hmm. of cities don't have the. Uh, um, so the girls and boys clubs, which is actually yeah, private, like though, gym, but like a gym, gym. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: mm-hmm. All the amenities. Here's yeah, right? a point
0: because right. um, I like it's crazy that you brought that up on like when because right. the, the last time we had to vote, I literally was standing in the booth reading this thing. And I'm like, hmm, I pay for that. You know, if it's going right. to improve the city sure. Right. Yes. Or are or you <laughs>
1: sitting in the booth like I ain't even going to be here next year? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> y'all on y'all all, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, but but then you got to look at Detroit. So so Janita, you was you was getting ready to argue. So you devil's advocate on that, right? Like, why am I paying such high taxes in the city of Detroit when the services aren't the best?
1: You paying for some of the vacancies. Yeah, you got it. Y- yes, you got it. Cities with like high vacancy rates and stuff like that, they take a hit mm-hmm. because they're not collecting that revenue. Mm-hmm. And then you got you got cities where, well, most cities. If some it takes somebody three years mm-hmm. to get foreclosed on for property taxes, that's three years of income, and you multiply that times however many thousands of homes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of revenue, not yeah. a yeah. whole
2: like lot, lot of. Them. And Detroit is always at the top of that list of foreclosed homes, right? From not taxes. People don't understand the city is ran off of the taxes, right? That's that's how they. Pay for
1: everything, and right, if you're
2: not getting taxes because nobody's paying their taxes, right? How are they gonna do any of these improvements?
1: They gotta charge the people that can afford it, yeah. To pay, you know, what I'm saying? hey, yeah, that's why some people taxes are sky high. But Detroit is not the only city mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that, it's it's several other cities like that, but but they're the just, most,
2: they're the most uh flagrant, they're the, city.
1: M- most, yeah. they're the most known because they're the biggest, but it's a Here lot of other cities. yeah, yeah. We're talking
2: about Michigan, I'm just saying they're the most flagrant, meaning that you pay so much your taxes and everything you pay for in Detroit is so much higher than everywhere else. Right. Uh, and I don't, I'm not saying that it's fair. I'm talking right. about anything. Taxes, I mean... Uh, yeah, auto
1: insurance. Insurance. insurance
2: yeah. every damn thing. It's like crazy. The right?
1: auto insurance company's been raping Detroit for years. Yeah. and uh,
2: years. But this is why, because in the city of Detroit, you have so much more happening. I'll
0: be talking so, about it. Not necessarily. Like, is, you know,
2: no, is a fact. This is a fact.
1: It's not It's factual. It's, It's somewhat factual, but you think about... So here's the thing, like with auto insurance, Mm -hmm. right? You will get somebody to steal a car in Warren Mm -hmm. and they'll dump it in Detroit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to Detroit crime rates because they found a car in Detroit? Nothing, right?
2: As far as... No, that's Because that's the actuary that's deciding that is basing that off of... So that claim is filed in Warren because that's where the policy was
1: based off of. But what I'm saying is... I'm not I'm talking about the perception of it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's an abandoned car there it's sitting there. Um it's it's a lot that goes on in different cities that mm-hmm. happen in Detroit. Detroit just so much bigger that it's like everything just seems ten times worse. But that doesn't right.
2: That is so that doesn't go in Detroit though. So if if you had a car in Warren, right and in your insurance was based on Warren, that's why they asked you where the car is gonna be housed at. Yeah. And if your car was taken in the city of Warren. Right. Where are you filing your police report at? In the city of Warren, because that's where it was stolen from. Right. You're not you're not following so the police the city, report in Detroit. So
1: police the city police department in Detroit finds the car abandoned, mm-hmm. it's gonna go into the system, right?
2: Yeah. Warren is gonna find the car.
1: Warren so they got no. a system. Okay. Uh, Warren,
2: they got a system, and Warren's going to, uh, because they got a system that talks to each other, Warren's going to say, hey, we found your car. It's right. in Detroit. But that right. doesn't affect Detroit's... Are that's you not sure? A, yeah. That's not okay. a stolen car from the all city right. of Detroit. We're going to have to fact check it. We fact don't... check it. We're
0: going <laughs> to fact check it
2: with our insurance experts. I agree, experts. but fact check. Yeah. Um, but that, that's all, but look, mean, y'all
0: yeah. not going... So look, Detroit is still beautiful. It still has historical homes with lots of square footage, nice character, Break homes. Facts. The
2: best houses. So <laughs> the best so houses. They got the best ever. houses in that I've seen. <laughs> yeah. So you come through break. with your
0: families, with your money, pay your taxes <laughs> so we can get better police, better schools, and better roads. Facts.
2: I mean, but it takes everybody so And
0: call the police when you see somebody breaking in the car. Yeah, cause I'm like Charlemagne these days. We gon' we gonna, <laughs> gonna tell snitch, somebody. Gonna <laughs> no, D-
1: Detroit. Detroit has every other city. I mean, you got some cities that's worse, and you got some cities that's better. And They're that's major, just, city, so that's diff- yeah, major, major cities, so it's, it's different. major cities. Always, yeah, yeah, always have bigger as you know, mm-hmm. more. More everything. issues because they're bigger, yeah. right?
0: More what is it? More money, more problems. More people, more problems. More, yep. more everything, more problems. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. So, so basically, what we're saying about so this is important. So, pay your taxes if you
1: don't if you don't like how much your property taxes is, go in, mm-hmm. dispute it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna you're gonna look at the data that we present so you can have a better understanding. And before you buy, do some research yes. on property do taxes. Do your due diligence. Don't wait on your loan rep. Don't wait on your realtor. You need to go restart,
2: research and yeah. self-care, educate yeah. yourself, like know what it is that you're getting into. And right.
0: and Google, like even if you can't remember, like all the websites that's been thrown out or you don't feel right. like going to the comment section, just go to Google and say tax assessor's office for your city. Probably right. taxes. Or even yep. like, um,
1: remember we had Ken and Gene on mm-hmm. and he was talking about the NEZ zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that episode and see, like, okay, this property was in an NEZ zone, mm. and it, it had this big. exemption, mm. you yes. know what I'm saying? But it had a 15-year, and now it's expired. What does that look like for yeah. the buyer? You know, that type of thing. So you need to do a little bit more research then. Oh, I like this house. It's 15 offers. I'm going to pay 20000 over. But now how did that 20000 over hurt you? Mm-hmm. And then now your taxes may go up. 1500 2000 3000 more a year. Mm-hmm. And now what does that look like in your monthly payments? So, a lot. Okay.
0: Mm. So, look, I want to talk about something before we end. Mm. Yep. My name is Johnny DeStanson. I am a real estate broker. I um, specialize in selling residential real estate. Dibble and dabble a little bit on the commercial end. Uh, I do fix and flips here and there. And I have this unusual... Unsurmountable amount of mortgage knowledge that I don't know where it came from, but I got it. I actually have a license now, so that I can support said that. yeah. <laughs> and I would like Reggie and Shaka to un- explain a little bit about who they are as well, because people are a little bit confused on who we are on the show. From I what did... I've heard, oh, they confused. <laughs> I was heard. I was told that they thought that I was like the mortgage specialist. Oh,
2: I mean, I, so I think, I don't think we need to, I, I don't, I don't feel like we tell need to. Tell them who
0: you
1: is. jeez. No, I don't feel like I need to. You know to, what? Okay, I'm going to tell listen, y'all want to know I'm who I am. No. My name is Rich and I'm an Aquarius.
2: <laughs> 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 no, I mean, the show is called There's Something About Real Estate. And I think if you pay attention to the show, uh, we know a little bit about everything yeah. in real estate. You know what I mean? So I, we're, um, in in certain areas, we are experts in but we know a little bit about everything because right. we continue to uh, educate ourselves. So mm-hmm. do the same thing. That's yeah. yeah. We know a
0: lot of. Experts. You can find me at Jaja sells real estate on Instagram.
1: Yep, I'm at Reggie's Real Estate. <laughs> uh, just just Google Google Reginald Perryman and put real estate behind it. But if you Google me, you're gonna see Reginald Perryman. Hmm. Now you may see some other stuff. <laughs> And I was just telling our previous guests do not go looking for the songs I made with bizarre.
0: So, oh my goodness. Some
1: kid, some kid inboxed me on Facebook like every 2 years like can I have a copy of I had a dream that was the name of the song. Uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I don't even have that song. I got it on tape but not CD or tame. digital, right? So and he's such a huge Bizarre fan. That he hunted me down and uh, he was like, Are you B Boy Rich? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> so, B Boy like, Rich. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm a Leo. You a Leo?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. You sure you don't want to tell people who you are? Oh, uh, uh,
2: I don't know mine. But I'll, I'll you just follow the channel and then you can find me. It's right. Sharky, Sharky you know what else? Reggie Texas. Uh, it's he, all in our country. Yeah, that's subject. what I'm saying. He. he uh, I'd share all my stuff with Reggie. Okay. So Reggie
0: put you in the You Look, Reggie we share <laughs> shit. We be like share, repost, right. well, I,
1: retweet, I really do. And no, then, but on, our, on our YouTube channel though, in the comments, it has all of our um our IG, I think your Facebook and all that is on there. We're not hard to find. I'm hard not far. hard to find, right.
0: That's what I'm right. My cell phone number is public.
1: I think what you wanted to know, <laughs> know is like who we are and why we're why Yeah. Why we're able to give the advice we give. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, like you were an accountant before, mm-hmm. you got a construction. So I started, yeah, I started mm-hmm.
2: off as an accountant. That's what I. That's what I had my undergrad in as an right. accountant. Um, then I started doing uh, real estate investing. Right. Then I started doing. Then I got my real estate license because <laughs> I didn't want to pay three percent. Right. <laughs> then I started. An insurance company, because I didn't want to give somebody insurance money. Then I started doing mortgages, because I didn't want to pay somebody to do the mortgage So He might be right. <laughs> And look, he might be right on the insurance claim there. And yeah. I yeah, started doing, uh, I mean, so a lot of this stuff, I mean, obviously, we I've done it. You know right. what I mean? So I'm not just talking from... Uh, Shooting from the head. Yeah, yeah. it's actual experience. Right. Years and years and years of of being in real estate and all right. things real estate. You know what I mean? Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Then when it got, uh, you know, now we're a builder. You know what I mean? Licensed builder, and um, now about to be a a, a mega agent (laughs) office. (laughs) Are you gonna be a mega agent?
0: Mega Mega agent agent
1: office. Mega M A O. Yes. Oh yeah. What all that mean? Y'all got the Kool Aid. (laughs) Y'all making Kool Aid.
0: Yeah. See. (laughs) Reggie's about to be on our team. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: hey, I, find, we, I we got, got that $5,000 bet. We're
2: going we to got jump over there. He ain't need more than that. We need 20000 Then we're going to come over yeah. Tell him we're going to come over there. He he bet the real money.
1: Yeah. Put
2: the with the real bag up. Then we we all going to join forces. <laughs> <right>. We'll try. <laughs> all
0: right. I appreciate y'all staying with us during our little shit talking sh- session of Tasari. We weren't talking we was talking it went, <laughs> fact, once
1: you start reading the paper, that's some good information
0: I'm talking about this five thousand dollar bet, and this we've been here been around for i mean it's it's amazing though yeah, twenty plus and ooh, Reggie is even further up there right? you want to yeah. know something
1: funny like I remember I remember um when I was little, my grandmother was looking at this house. And I I remember looking at the realtor how frustrated he looked because she was like <laughs> undecisive and everything, and she was looking at a couple different houses. And then when I got older and got into real estate, he was still in real estate, mm. and I was like, damn. But he was kind of still broke though, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that for my life. To be him, but I understand. I understand it better because I went through it. But yeah, that was
0: look. This is where the conversations evolved. So. My grandparents sold their longtime family house, but my okay. mother was their agent. And my grandmother used to go into the houses looking at uh people's like the corners of their floor, like, no, this house is too dusty. Wow. Mm. Imagine that in this market. That's a whole yeah. nother show, y'all. Okay. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs>